1: all right, the boys have left, and so it is time for the Thursday podcast from Vegas. What's up, Al?
0: Oh, hi there, Jerry. We were talking uh, at the end of uh, Boomerang Geo Show about logistics. Like, you know, we're here, yeah. we're, we're at this one hotel. You getting there? How are you getting from one hotel to the other? How are we getting to the Super Bowl? Right on. How are we going? I, I When I hear logistical stuff, you I check out. I check out. I shut down. I can't do it. Deal with it at the time. No, but even that, like, I don't even want to deal with it at the time. But if, you have to, yeah. But if it was just, yeah, when there's a group of people involved. I, oh, I, I gotcha. I f- forsake all responsibility, and someone else will handle it. Yeah, right. I gotcha. Because if I'm the one who's going to handle it, then I, uh, then I, I don't want anybody. If if the person who's handling the logistics is handling it, yeah. then you can't get upset with them if something doesn't go right or any of that stuff. Oh, true. And, and I'm I'm not good at logistics. Unless it's only for me and, say, one other person.
1: Fair enough. Now, I don't think in this case it's that big a deal. I actually think your logistics are
0: fine. No, my logistics, I, I think the logistics I'm thinking about are Super Bowl logistics.
1: Well, that see, I don't think you even have to worry about that because you got Eddie. If the idea is if, to walk to and from... But I don't know. Is that a good idea? That I can't answer.
0: Having walked the a very small portion of Vegas... In the middle of the day yeah, when sure. the sun was out. Yeah. There were a lot of shady characters
1: roaming around. As opposed to 7 p.m. The one thing I would say yeah. is I do think you'll be walking with tons of people, tons of from, people. The, well, from the stadium. Oh, okay. So I don't think it's going to be like, you know what? Time to walk back. You're all alone. You're going to be in, gr- I think it'd be groups that are walking back because parking will be a nightmare. And if you're staying here, I think most people are going to walk. So I, I don't think it's okay. that big a deal. I think it's, if we're getting to, is it safe or not? I think it is because of the event and the amount of people that are leaving at one time.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying. So so let's say it was a random day in June. Wouldn't suggest With nothing it. going on at the stadium. For me to say I'm going to walk from the stadium to my hotel, probably not a great you idea. You have
1: no idea what you're walking into. Okay, that's a fair point. But in a large group like this, and I mean groups, yeah. I don't think it's a big deal. And then the next morning to me is not that big a deal. You pack up, you take your bags, you call an Uber, you come here, you bring your bags here, and you leave from here.
0: Yeah. My one thing I fear about uh, the Monday after the Super Bowl is the actual warm up program because I'm not sure I'm going to be able to say what even happened in the Super Bowl that I attended. No worries. I, I wouldn't worry about
1: that. You'll be fine because to me, about it's going to be more about your experience anyway. Like, I suppose. You really think we're going to come on Monday morning and break down the Super Bowl, honestly? Maybe if something no, crazy happens. No, well, okay, but then you'll remember that because it'll be something crazy.
0: Then here's the other thing there's the booms. Uh, we're talking about logistics and things? Yeah. One job I would never be able to do,
1: personal assistant to a celebrity. Not easy. Oh, my gosh. Not easy. Matter of fact, we met a guy yesterday. He was the, not the assistant, but the security guard for Drew Barrymore. Yeah. His other client, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, that guy you were talking to? took a photo? Great guy. Really? And he saw how crazy it is, you know, dealing with the mobs of people that they have to deal with on an everyday basis. It's hard. And now... Talk about being an assistant to that person who's got to handle logistics and appointments and interviews and, oh, by the way, work and try and have some fun without getting, oh, it's got to be awful. Yeah. Yeah. I am just not a logistics person, man. Plus, you're responsible for it then. If you screw up their schedule, it's on you. Yes. Yeah. I don't like that. I
0: don't like being in control of something that I'm not ultimately in control of. Understood. So if, like, if they go, Al, you are in control of getting us uh, from uh, the hotel today to the, Golf course. Right. And we have to be there at a certain time. What if the driver doesn't show up? You're right. Well, in that case, it's not your fault, though. Mm -hmm. Yes, you booked them. No, but some people Mm -hmm. will look at you and go, you were in charge of this. Those are a-holes. Deal with it. No, those
1: are a-holes. You know what? That's not fair. That is not fair at all. So you would not do that? No, 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 no. Not at all. If if I asked you to handle something like that, and it was handled, and you got a note or a text, hey, sorry, not going to make it. I know it's not you. I see the confirmation. All right, now we need to fix it. Yeah. So now I would not, I would not be high maintenance. The other weird thing about this, about being
0: here, and it's uh, not bad because um, whoever, like we're going to go to breakfast. Yeah. And I'll easily put that on my hotel room because I'll expense that. Sure. All good. But I wonder in life. When there are groups of people that go out, Mm -hmm. like my sister and her husband, they go out with groups of people all the time. Yeah, You go out with groups. I go out with other couples. Yeah. We just went out a couple weeks ago. If it's more than one couple and you're going out with like, let's say you're going out with
1: three, let's say eight people, four couples. Perfect. Yeah.
0: The only thing I would be
1: thinking about is what happens when the check comes. I think it, so here's what I think. I think it depends on the people you're with. So the, the the other three couples that we don't really see all that often anymore, but we used to go out with a lot, pretty much everybody drank around the same, didn't really worry about the food because everyone was ordering a meal. No one was, well, your meal was 24 and that was 38. We never worried about that. We would split the bill four different yes. ways. Not a big deal. The one thing, and this is where I say, I think it depends on who you're with. If Kim and I went out with you and Gina and you guys drank water with a slice of lime and you know kim's sucking down captain and cokes and i'm drinking whatever in that case there is no way i am splitting the bill 50 50 with you i am looking at what my liquor bill is and then i'm looking at you know what just give us the 100 bucks for the two meals and the appetizer i'll pick up the 180 or whatever the case may be there are people and this is funny you bring this up so i go back to this has got to be i'm going to say 2003 2004 we went on a rare vacation with my parents, Kim and I, and there was another family—big drinkers, great—I mean, great people—but big beer drinkers. So we go out. I'm like, I guess in 2003, I'm almost—I'm 28, 29, not making a ton of money yet, or ever, but I'm certainly not making a lot. And we—I remember Kim and I budgeted. It was earlier in 2003. It was—it was, it was night. It was right before we got married. It was 98. So we had budgeted. I remember. $250 to spend per day. That was for the parks. If I was playing golf, if she to shop, whatever. So like night three, we didn't do a whole lot, but we spent a hundred dollars. We had 150 to spend on dinner, whatever it was. We didn't get many drinks. We made sure we kept our number low to a hundred. We had enough for a tip. The bill comes and everybody's like, all right, each couple of those 260 or whatever it was. And I was like, what, what's this now? Like I drank Coke. Kim drank Sprite. And all these people that, and they just divide and I got burned. Yeah, that happens. That sucks.
0: That does. So then the other thing that you do in those situations, once that happens a time or two, then you start going like, I don't want to drink, but I'm going to have a drink because or I'm, I'm
1: going to-, to order the porterhouse steak.
0: Yes. Or I'm going to get me a dessert. Yes. Very or true. A or bo- a big
1: appetizer. I'll give you a good one real quick. Me and my two friends, we go to Florida. <clears throat> my one friend at the time- was not exactly a deep with the pockets, as they say. So we go to our restaurant. He orders, no joke, he orders a water. That's it, because I'm not hungry. Okay. So me and my other friend, we had a couple beers. We had some food. He ate the scraps off our off our dish. Yeah. The bill comes. He gets up. And my other friend's like, uh, you're going to contribute at all? I ordered nothing. But you ate half our meal. I didn't order it. Like, you son of a... And he didn't. He didn't contribute at all. No. No, he didn't.
0: It's a ballsy move. <laughs> all moves. It, was pretty, move. it was pretty funny. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, so it's just that the, I get that anxiety of during the meal. Yeah,
1: sure. What are we doing? Yeah. Well, I had that the other night. You know. That's why. So the other night we were uh, watching the Rutgers Maryland game, and that was just drinks. No one got food. And then the bill came. You were you had left already. And then the bill came. And before anybody said anything, I said, "How about we do this, guys? Everybody, look at the check and pay for what you bought." Like no picking this up. Nothing's yes. expensive. right? So take your wallet out and pay for what you got, and that's what we did.
0: We actually all thought, and, and I think younger people do this. We're on the uh, older side, but I think like I think like people in their twenties do this, which is where you know Venmo mm-hmm. came in and is really handy. Because I'll see it for whatever reason. Venmo for some things, you see people's transactions. Yes. Maybe they don't care. So I like see my nieces and nephew and their transactions and they're recently out of college, Mm -hmm. you know, and you'll see it's like, you know, Venmo, this person uh, for pizza, for drinks, for, and when Venmo first came out, I thought that's what we were going to do as older adults to go, oh, we all went out to dinner. I'm putting it on my bill. Everyone Venmo
1: me. Yeah, But people don't, Older people don't do that. We do in certain cases, especially because yeah. a lot of people don't carry cash anymore. Yes, right. And That's the other hard thing. Sometimes you don't want to ask a waitress to basically divide a bill by four. <laughs> Split this up four ways. Yeah. So we, we we actually do do that from time to time. Oh, okay. Uh, when we were in uh, Myrtle Beach with our baseball team a couple of years ago, that was huge. Like we would go out, there would be 12 families. So like one person would take the bill, put it on the credit card and everybody Venmoed them what they had to. Yeah. Very easy way to do it.
0: And then occasionally, and this would happen more often when cash was more of a thing. Yeah. But when you would go out and let's say with a bill came and you were going to be in charge of getting the money together to give to the waiter or waitress. And because you were the one getting the money and maybe you were with people who were not uh, just out of college, so they have some money to spend, all of a sudden you've got way more cash then you need to give to the person. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I got, somebody's got to get some of this back or I'm making money on this transaction. I went to dinner and I made money because I was the person in charge of. So I think that giving. happened
1: the other night at the happy camper. Oh, okay. And I think we just gave the wage, the uh, bartender, the extra money. Okay. I think she got like an extra, it doesn't sound like much, but when you think about a tip, I think she got like an extra $18 on a bill that was a hundred bucks.
0: Well, this almost happened when we went to uh, the golf the other day though. Top golf. Okay. You know, we had top golf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We uh people order drinks, food, and the golf itself. Mm-hmm. So at one point, I thought Gio had said, I'll put it all on my card. If you guys want to give the tip, give the tip. Right. And we were like, perfect. That's the way we'll do it. Gio was putting everything on the card and the tip. So we end up handing this uh woman. A good amount of cash for a tip. Yeah, and then look down, and Geo had tipped on top of the tip. Oh God! We're like, no, 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 no. Because wow. this isn't in, would be, in, you know, because you've been yeah. to top golf. It adds up. Quickly. Oh yeah, it does. It adds yeah. up quickly. Top golf's expensive. Yeah, no doubt. You think we'll eventually get to a cashless system?
1: I think we're almost there. Really? I do. Yeah, I do. I think we're almost there with Venmo and credit cards. I'll tell you this: you can't go to an arena anymore and use right. cash. Everything is card and Venmo. You can scan the Venmo right there at the uh, at the counter.
0: What are criminals going to do when they want to mug you in the street? Steal your phone. Or they or wh- what about this? Use Apple Pay. They hold you up and go, Venmo me yeah. $1,000 right now. I wouldn't be surprised. What are you going to do about it, right? I don't they, know. You'd have to call Venmo and say, this guy just held me up for a Venmo. And then he comes and finds you.
1: Yeah. Because he knows your name now because you Venmoed him. Yeah. And now he can find you. Right, this is what I mean, Jerry. Let's not help them. Let's not help the criminals.
0: You ever you ever deal with somebody who uses not Venmo but Zeal? Zell. Zell.
1: No, but I've been in a situation where someone wanted to pay me by Zell. Right? Zell. Yeah. By, Zell. by Chase. Yeah. Like, I don't have it. And it literally took him a month to pay me. Because that's all he used. Yeah. So yeah, that's a weird one. Like, um
0: if you're doing anything, like uh you could uh, either um give me cash,
1: uh Venmo me or Zell me. Yes. What? Well, the Venmo thing to me has become like Google, like it's becoming like an adjective. Yeah, that's the, right. Venmo me. Right, which is, it's not. I mean, it's it's a it's a company and it's a it's a, a tool on your phone to pay people. But it's that's become like part of our English language. Yeah, if you want, just uh, Venmo me the money. That's cool.
0: I owed Big Zoo a couple bucks uh, for some uh, podcast work he did for me. I owed Fliegelman twenty dollars, and I, and I oh, said shoot. to Big Zoo, "I go, hey, you got a Venmo? I'll Venmo you." He goes, "No, I have Zill though. Zell, whatever." It's yeah, called. yeah. I said, "You know what? I'm gonna." That's the way he likes yep. to get paid. I'm going to do that. It would take seconds to sign up because yeah. you really just use your phone number. Uh, and and my bank, I have like Wells Fargo, I think mm-hmm. it connects through that too. And maybe it goes through all the banks. But uh, once I did, I was like, okay, now I have another option for people. That's good. Because you'll even see that in places like, um, yeah, like if you go to like a, a crafts fair, right? Mm-hmm. The town of Hazlitt is having their Christmas
1: spectacular
0: spectacular and there'll be people there jerry selling uh, their wood
1: carvings. yes so it
0: reindeer mm-hmm. you could of them, them cash
1: how about this one tremendous a couple of years ago a baseball team took a can through a parking lot during a jet preseason game in august and so they would go and they would see the kids and you, the people would five dollars a dollar some twenty dollars all good but then there would be some ah, i have no cash so our assistant coach who would be, was with the group of kids, he would turn the can around. He goes, well, we do take Venmo. Oh, that's the worst. Let me tell you something. They made more money on Venmo than they did cash.
0: It was unbelievable. Because they were guilted into it because I thought I'm yes. out of this because I don't have cash. And they go, no Venmo. Now, now your excuse is gone. Got to do it.
1: Or they said, nah, do you guys take Venmo? I'm thinking, who's he's walking through a parking lot? <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> Matter of fact. <laughs> they made more money on Venmo than cash. How about this? If you're a
0: homeless person, at Venmo? Yeah. Like you could still have an account somewhere. I suppose. And if you had a Venmo with a, co- a QR scan mm-hmm. right by uh, where you're hanging out,
1: help I, me out. I guess. I guess. Maybe that's the next thing we'll see when we're sitting at a bridge that's backed up and people are looking for money.
0: Would you do this? You're at a restaurant, regular restaurant, Jerry. Uh, it's you and your wife. Mm-hmm. So you're not divvying up any bills. And uh, the, the bill comes and on the receipt that they give you, there's a QR code scan here to pay. Okay. I love that. That'd be great. Scan yeah. there to pay, you do the tip, and then it alerts your server that you've paid already. No waiting to get the card, bring the card. Well, blah, blah, they blah, blah,
1: blah, actually have at, I know Chili's does it. I don't know about other places. They have, you can pay right at the table, not even doing that. There's a little tablet. Oh, that's cool. You can check out whenever yeah, you want. And it they know, you do your tip, your debit card, and you're gone. Yeah, I like that. And it prints out a receipt for you, too. Or you are gonna have it emailed to your account.
0: Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty oh, good. yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, you're right, Jerry. Venmo is now just the thing. Venmo me. Yes, exactly right. You don't say Zell me. No. You Venmo.
1: Venmo. Yes. Hmm.
0: All right, Jerry. Let's do the warm-up program. Yeah,
1: the warm-up program. Now, tomorrow's Friday. What's your story tomorrow? You're doing the show. I'm doing the show. I'm going to go to sleep. And After I'm After the show? Yes. My flight is at 30 tomorrow.
0: So we don't okay. have to
1: check out till noon. I'm probably going to leave oh, here around awesome. 11, 11.30. Yes, I got a all morning.
0: Yeah. Not and then you bad. get home at what time? A New My York time. My flight tomorrow
1: lands at Newark at 8.50. All right. Not awful. Not awful. I, you know... Knowing where the boys are playing tomorrow, it would have been nice to take the overnight flight tomorrow and play, but it's just it's too dicey. The flight gets in at 6 a.m. I got a game at noon. If there's any issue at all, I just I want to get home tomorrow night and be settled.
0: Would you be worried about a red-eye flight that the
1: pilots are tired? <laughs> uh, having flown them numerous times, no, I am not, because there's two pilots up there.
0: There's two pilots. They probably get that shift a lot. They also say flying a plane a lot of day a lot of times is uh Really computerized. Yes. And pilots are there for I've heard that trouble. Too. Yes. Like takeoff landing and trouble. Uh, so they could probably even
1: doze off. No, in no, shifts. no, let's not doze off. Stay awake, fly, get us home. But I I've taken that flight back from California. I mean, I ksh- a dozen times.
0: And they shut all the lights off on the plane? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What if some tool wants to read and they go...
1: Oh, that does happen. The the easiest flight I've ever had, and I, like I said, many times from California, I took that flight. And you sleep for much of the way was when I came back from San Francisco from the Boomer and Carton show, and I flew home with Sonny and Lucky because they were going home to get well, back you, for whatever. You,
0: yeah, you went as... You
1: chaperoned them. I did. And so they sat like... I think they were next to me, or maybe one was in front of me, one was next to me. They passed out as soon as we got on the plane, and I fell asleep and got woken up. I think Lucky was shaking me because we had just landed. It was like, wow! Just shut my eyes that and we awesome. were there. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then turned the radio on to hear our show that we had just taped.
0: All right, <laughs> the and night before us.
1: that was a disaster. That was all. That was all. As bad as this has been in terms of the sleep pattern, this yeah. has been much better for sure. No question.
0: All right, Jerry, let's do the uh, warm up program. We'll see you back here tomorrow soon.
1: Good morning, campers! Al and Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. We kick off your Thursday A couple minutes after five o'clock. What do you say? It is Alan Jerry. You, the Yeti Scary is here somewhere, and uh, Fleegs and Zoo. What's up, uh, Al Dukes? What's happening, man? Oh,
0: good morning, Jerry. Welcome, welcome to day. whatever this is. This I- is
1: Thursday. <laughs> although it feels like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday.
0: Yeah, I, just, I feel like I, uh, I feel like I came to work and I've
1: not left yet. That's about right. Especially you hang around this casino all week. Yep. Yeah, you see the uh,
0: the same people you work yeah. with.
1: Yep. All lot, day
0: long. A lot. You see them in the morning, you see them in the midday, you see yep. them in the evening, mm-hmm. you see them everywhere. Really, we have nothing left to say to one another. We don't. I it's agree. just like, I see, like Eddie, I'm just nod my head yep. like, I'm acknowledging you're here, I acknowledge your human presence, but I've got nothing right for you. I right did now. miss
1: you guys yesterday. I Is did, that right? Well, there was a little separation yesterday from us, and uh, yeah, I was with Gio and Boomer uh, for the day as uh, Eddie's knocking things over. Um, and when I got back here, I'm like, hmm, I wonder what they did today.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, no. We were busy. We were walking around. Uh, we walked around Las Vegas, which is an absolute dump, the city. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. It is. I saw a documentary on Netflix about uh, this uh, this haunted hotel. It's on, on Skid Row in uh, L.A. It's Skid Row out here. Right. It is Skid Row with nicer hotels. That's interesting. Are you trying to pull a Craig here with Houston? No, because I don't think anyone would argue with me that Las Vegas is an absolute <laughs> What argue with Houston? Crappy city. <laughs> it just is is everything that's wrong with society is
1: here in Las Vegas. Girls, drugs, drinking, gambling, homeless, yeah.
0: uh, people just uh, mental illness. People walking around yelling. People walking around trying to hand you things. Here's my latest CD. Here's a hi. I'm a Tibetan monk. Here's a necklace. Leave me alone. Yeah, stepping over puddles of urine, Jerry. It, that sounds I, I, awful. I could not get to my hotel faster than when we left the uh, Drew Barrymore taping to go
1: back, and we walked. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, we had two different experiences. I'm we were saying. in uh, BMW <laughs> golf carts. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, uh, that's what I'm saying. I wanted to walk the city just to see yeah. what it was like. I
1: would I mean, even just the strip. Like no. this is where the this is where all the trouble was. That's where it was. Yeah. Yeah, we were um, we got driven there and we got picked up, so I did not get to walk anything. That's the way to do Las Vegas: get driven wherever you're going, go back to your hotel and hide. I will tell you from the brief time that we were down there by the Drew Barrymore show, just looking around at the not even billboards. A lot of them were like uh, like photo ads on the hotels. And I know it's Vegas. I know there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people here, though. Yeah, there's a lot. Like Kelly Clarkson's here for a week. You've got, um, I Reba McEntire. Not that I know she's not. Which she used to be, but still, I think Reba McIntyre sure. was doing something. Oh yeah, Miranda Lambert's here for yes. like a week or ten days. There's a lot of a lot of big name stars out here.
0: A lot of entertainers, Jerry. The uh, warm up show is here. I mean, that's, so yes, all of yes. the big
1: stars. Now that's outside on the wind. Me and you.
0: Yes, at uh, dinner last night, and by dinner I mean three p.m. local time. That's six o'clock though. We went to a, a place in the hotel called Red Eight, I believe it's called, and it's like in this I, hotel. In this hotel. Oh. And I, it's call, I call it like an Asian fusion. Sounds good. So we're, we're enjoying our meal, and who comes strolling in but Mr. Mark Davis, owner of the Raiders, mm-hmm. who we always heard loves P.F. Chang's. Right, sure. Well, this is the closest in this hotel he's going to get to P.F. Chang's. He wore his uniform, which is a white long sleeve t-shirt. He came in with a big fellow who I recognized as a... Security guard? Form, no, looks like a former player who's on his staff. Maybe Lincoln Kennedy. Yes, Jerry. I believe it was Lincoln Kennedy. The fellas sat down. Uh, Mark Davis opened his newspaper and was enjoying his newspaper. Very pleasant to the staff, Jerry. That's great. Very pleasant. Gave Gina a smile as we mm-hmm. got up from our table. Gina goes, that was... he take her home? <laughs> I would not allow that, Jerry. Well, you were going to bed at 4:30. <laughs> I was going to bed very early, but it was cool to see Mark Davis right there in the wild, Jerry. You didn't say anything, no? Nope. I would. Pre- I like Jerry. When I see celebrities, I like to pretend I don't know who they are. I like them
1: to feel like regular. I people. I like that. I do like that. By the way,
0: I don't want to go up to Mark Davis. I I felt like I should give him a wink, one famous person to another, Jerry. See, I would
1: like- have thought you went up to him and did your whole the Raiders thing. <laughs> That's what I should you have know? done. I should because he was the table right next to us. Yeah, yeah. I should
0: have just kept you know talking and going the <laughs> they read Until he acknowledged you. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. He might've sat down with you and paid for your dinner. Um, oh my goodness, Jerry. If he could have said, if I could have sat down with, who'd you say Lincoln Kennedy?
1: Yeah. I, I yeah, believe Lincoln Kennedy is on their staff. I, I, uh, yeah. I also think he was, hmm, I think he was part of their broadcast team for a little while too. So he's been around that franchise.
0: And he didn't mind Jerry sitting there with, without being, um,
1: Oh, it's talk, right up your talk alley
0: too, because he perfect. Uh, Mr. Mark Davis was on his was reading his newspapers, yeah. old school. Uh, he asked the question I should have asked, Mark Davis. Well, you were really close. Yeah. Oh, you know, we were right there. He asked a question I should have asked. What's in the barbecue platter? I should have asked that because I saw barbecue platter, which I wanted, but then there was one barbecue pork. I was like, I'm going to go barbecue pork because I don't know what's in the platter. Why couldn't I have asked? That was a high. You should up. have. Very heads up move by Mark Davis. First, I think it would start with chicken. I would think. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows, Jerry? Yeah. Well, that's your loss, his yeah. gain. His gain, but it was great. I just felt like, and then I was like, let's go walk around the the lobby and see if we can find other famous people. Nothing.
1: After you just said you don't really like chasing after famous people, like literally yeah. the 45 seconds ago.
0: Well, I don't like no. What I don't like is acknowledging
1: their Oh, famous. okay. You now, just want to see them. Yes. Hmm. Ooh.
0: Uh, before we went over to Drew Barrymore's show yesterday and we were waiting in the lobby with your uh,
1: golf club. Yeah. J.R. Smith we did walked see by. We should have invited him to play with us. Oh, man, Jerry. That would have been cool. And I knew who he was, too. How about that? Wow, well, he's got a very recognizable face. He was in New York long enough. He does have a recognizable face. And the fact that he... After basketball, went back to college and played on his college golf team. Like there was a lot going on with J.R. Smith, so yeah, I'm. I'm not surprised you. I thought he him. eyeballed
0: your clubs. I'll be. Honest he did. With you. Uh, no,
1: no, I agree with that. I, I thought he, he was taking over a look
0: and was like, "Where am I going? I should be going playing." Golf. And you know
1: what's crazy? We played at a very nice place. Not out of the question that he would have said yes. Right, right. If you would have said, "Hey, uh, we're going." We need a fourth. Yeah, Is that how you golfers say it? And it's not just, yes. And it's not just, you know, two dweebs going to play. Right. It's with, uh, hey, by the way, we're playing golf with former NFL MVP Boomer Esaias. And you want right. to join us? We know you're pretty good. a nice place. Right. Matter of fact, might be the nicest place in Vegas. He might have gone.
0: Oh, man, Jerry.
1: Yeah, I know. And we could have been playing I'm So Fly and all those songs so that so he fly. used yeah. to make.
0: And I could have been uh, his caddy. Uh, no. JR, I think this. But you could have come with us. JR, I think this. Um, how would he say it? Like this hole goes to the left. It breaks left. Breaks left. Yeah, sure. Then we did go see the Drew Barrymore show taping, which was cool. Yeah, and I gotta say, I um, yeah, I I saw me. This is gonna sound very bizarre, Jerry. Please don't take this out of context. I saw me in her. <laughs>
1: I understand. Yes, you saw your characteristics similar to hers. Because I don't think you saying you were in her is exactly the right way to phrase it, but I I do know what you mean.
0: That's what I meant. I wasn't sure how to phrase it. But (laughs) but what it was is she was clearly used to taping shows in a studio. Yes. Like we are. Mm -hmm. She's out here in the elements, so many people around, Mm -hmm. and she was having a hard time with the teleprompter. And just with getting it together, she for had sure. to,
1: she had to keep stopping and saying, I need a minute. I need yeah. a minute to like breathe, Jerry. The one time she said, I'm sorry to everybody. Yeah. No joke. I would say about 15 to 20 times. Yeah. She kept apologizing yes. for stopping. And that always amazes me because whenever you do something in front of people, you know, like, like you say, you're very comfortable doing it. Although when they tape their show, even though she's more comfortable in studio, there is a live studio audience. Yeah. It's not like she's not used to people around. But it's almost like when you do something every day routinely, and then you've got other people in, like so right in front of you, like Boomer's right next to her. It's like you want to nail it to show that you're the pro. And then once you start struggling, like she even said, she goes, it's in my head now. Now, right. all of a sudden, you start second guessing yourself. And it's like, you're Drew Barrymore. You're relax.
0: She couldn't get down the pronunciation for Esiason or Giannotti. or Giannotti. And I thought Boomer did a very nice job with her. I agree. He calmed her down. Yep. And he goes, just call us Boomer and Geo. We don't need our last names. We, yes. we don't care. Just Boomer and Geo. Very simple. No, buh, I, thought buh, she, buh. I thought she
1: was great. I, and I thought it was she was very yeah. human. You know, very, very much like human, us. Very human, Jerry. Yeah.
0: Not only that, what, she, when she was having some anxiety about going on, she wasn't like, she
1: wasn't mean to anybody. She wasn't no, she was great. demanding of nope.
0: anybody. She nope. took it all on herself, Jerry.
1: I will say, too, and I'm sure—well, I would have thought that there were heaters like underneath the table. Clearly, there weren't because she had a blanket on her lap, as did her host, her co-host, who had a big, gigantic blanket on his lap, too. It's cold out there. Yeah, which actually
0: reminded me, too, when we do these uh, live remote broadcasts from places outside, like uh, they kick off the summer when it's still chilly and we go to these golf courses. I'm going to bring a giant blanket next time, and I'll say— Big time celebrities like Drew Barrymore. Perfect. What
1: do they call them, Sherpas. Sherpas, Jerry. Is that what those are? The big, the big heavy blankets.
0: Sure. Let's go with this. I Sherpa. thought
1: Sherpas were the people who helped you get oh, over
0: a mountain. That is true. And the a Himalayas. Sherpa? Is, yes. It's awesome. not a
1: blanket. It could also be. It could oh, be wow. a dual. Yeah, dual but medium. you know what? If you don't know that,
0: yeah, it's probably not. What about a Sherpa in a Sherpa helping you get over the mountain? That would be cool. Yes, indeed. By the way, Jerry, the Knicks I see. <laughs> Uh, dodge the bullet, as we say. Well, you do. Would you do copy and paste a headline? Yeah, <laughs> Nick's dodge this a bullet. Is the, this is what This <laughs> what This is exactly what the, <laughs> this is exactly what the headline says, Jerry. New York Post: Nick's dodge a bullet. Yep. As Jalen Brunson only has they, an ankle sprain.
1: So they kind of did. By the way, a sharp as a fleece. Oh, look at me. Um, they kind of did, and and they might not have, just from the standpoint of. So you've got. The fact that the Brunson ankle injury is nothing severe, that's a good thing. Doesn't mean he's playing tonight. I think he's questionable. I guess we'll find out when the day goes on. But it doesn't look like it's going to be a long-term injury. That is phenomenal. The problem you have is this OG Ananobi thing, which started out as, eh, they listed him as something's bothering him maybe to give him a day off, which is what I think a lot of us thought was the case. He's now listed as out again tonight. And it went from, remember, it was supposed to be elbow inflammation, they called it. That has now been changed to, uh, what is it classified as? T-t-t- bone spur Boneless. irritation. No, 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 no. He's oh, got bone, bone but he's got bones floating around in his bone. So that's a that could be a problem. That means like
0: something, one of your bones, something got shaved off your bone and it's now running around in your regular
1: body skin. A bone spur, yes, is some sort of... Uh, bone piece floating around inside you. And how does it, how do you fix that? I don't know. I, I do not does your know. body but,
0: just absorb it at some point and eat it?
1: Eat it. Eat your eat bones spur. I don't know. I do not know. Mm. But he, So he's out. He's day to day. Don't think it's anything serious, but it's not like they're getting him back tonight, which <laughs> I think a lot of people thought he would be back. We did think he'd be back, Jerry.
0: Yeah. Uh, then I have just two weird, uh, very minor Jets and Giants points. Although, I like this move by Mike Kafka. Remember, it was like, oh, Seahawks, you can't possibly talk to Mike Kafka. We can't have him leaving this terrific Giants offense. Well, now, because uh, he wanted to uh, be interviewed over there in Seattle, the, and the Giants put the kibosh on that, they are making him assistant head coach. Yeah, that and a dollar, Yeah, you'll have a dollar. It means nothing. So, he's offensive coordinator and Let assistant head coach. Who's
1: the Jets assistant head coach? No idea. Right. Cowboys assistant head coach? Yeah. Niners. I have no idea. That guy's in the Super Bowl. It's nothing. It's literally nothing. Don't you
0: know, just remind me of my own career, Jerry. <laughs> Why? Well, you know, them giving Mike Kafka the title of assistant head coach. When uh, the company wanted me to be the producer of David Lee Roth. Yeah. And I had just knew that was not going to go well. And I said to the company, I will do this, but... We all know this is not going to go well. So what's the game plan when this doesn't go well? Yeah. I don't want to get kicked to the curb as the producer. So they made me assistant program director. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and what did that get me, Jerry?
1: Well, you're Just here. not fired. But you're, but you're here. Right. And it's, you know, all of a sudden, you you apply for this job. Yes, you were the David lip Assistant program assistant director, Assistant program though. director,
0: right. I don't think I did a single thing that was <laughs> assistant program director duties. But you had the title. But I had the title. Now Mike Kafka's got himself a nice title. Again,
1: useless. Assistant
0: head coach. You know why it doesn't D- matter, D- too?
1: D- NFL coaches don't get out of games. It's not like he's taking over ever and, and going to be the acting head coach. Yeah, they don't get kicked out no, of they games. Don't. Of course they don't. They get penalized. You never see a football coach get ejected, ever. Not like in basketball. Right. Two T's get out. When's the last time a head coach got ejected? I don't know that it's ever happened. I'm going to Google that. I'm not saying it hasn't. Don't know that it has. It's you, but that is, you're right. Very minor note, that is. And the one on the jet, you couldn't pick this guy out of a lineup, (laughs) nor if before this article came out, if I put seven names down and said one of these guys is the uh, whatever, chief. Or so whatever the hell he's called. Director of player yeah. personnel. You would you would have shut your eyes and just randomly picked one because you wouldn't have known who he was.
0: I know it's Chad Alexander, Jerry. and i no, know sure he's, you did. I know he's leaving the Jets to go to the Chargers. I guess the only thing they're making out of these uh, small articles about this is that little by little, the, the people whose names you don't know in the Jet front office, yeah. but who Joe Douglas knows, they're getting rid of.
1: Really? Because I thought what they were trying to do is just fill the column so they could have, have a paper that didn't have any blank spaces It's called filler. Filler? Yeah. Oh, the newspapers. Yes. Kind of like your show sheet today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a little bit. It's a little thin. I'll be honest. It's a little it's thin. thin. There's nothing going on. But as Boomer would say, I think it came up earlier, that's a good thing for the two teams involved that there's oh, nothing. Oh, 100%. That like we're in Las Vegas, which Joe Buck is very
1: nervous about because he oh. thinks someone's going to do something I have, stupid. I have no way. The Chiefs and the Niners are not going to get into any trouble. They're not going anywhere. It's going to be all the other players from around the league that right. are here that are drinking and doing God knows what, having fun. That's where you can get some trouble. You think you think Debo Samuel is out right now gambling? Yes, I do. I do Larry. not. I, I saw th- him at the craps table. I do not believe that Put that out at there. all. No chance. These guys are buttoned up. They're in their team hotels. There is no way anybody from the Chiefs or the Niners is getting in trouble this week.
0: I'm going to throw a couple of uh, Chiefs and Niners at you. And okay. And you tell me if you think... I would recognize them in normal people, street clothes, walking through the casino. Okay, Debo Samuel. No. Yeah, I don't think I would know him I either. I don't think so. George Kittle, I would know. Yes.
1: Well, and George Kittle you had on set in Atlanta. Yeah. So you, I met, him. you met him. met
0: uh, him. Brock Purdy, I would know only because I keep seeing the picture of him next to Lee Harvey Oswald that yes. everyone thinks
1: he looks like. Well, I think you would have known that before anyway. He does have a young, recognizable face. I think you would have recognized him.
0: Like I like Isaiah Pacheco. I don't mm-hmm. think I would know him not in a helmet,
1: mm-hmm. without his uniform on. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Because I always see him in a helmet, yep. Jerry. That's fair. In a
1: helmet. Clearly, you would know Kelsey and Mahomes. Yes. Chris I Jones. Know. No, I wouldn't either. I would not know Chris Jones. What Again, about I need him in the helmet? What about Christian McCaffrey? Yes. Yeah, I agree.
0: Only because he uh, dates that supermodel, and then they're they're in the papers Olivia Culpo.
1: Yeah. What about, eh, who else on the Niners? How about Brandon Ayuk? No. Not a chance. I agree. I don't think no. I would either. Mm, anybody else? Fred Warner? No. You even know who that is? No.
0: <laughs> I've heard the name. It's going to be hard to recognize. Yeah. Him then. <laughs> and you are. I did see another a small filler article about uh, that, that uh, Ayuk that you just talked about. I guess he's a free agent at the end of the year. Right. And uh, they're like, oh, you know who could use Ayuk? Jets or the Giants.
1: Well, the Jets and Giants both need the receivers. Yes. So anytime one's going to come available, yeah, put we're them in an get, article. Right, we Jets, Jets get or the get that Giants. Article. Uh, When we come back, um, you've got more, but I've got one oh, thing Jared, yes. about your beloved Cowboys. Oh, cool. That I would like to bring to your attention, which I find oddly not all that surprising. Okay. So we'll have that plus a whole lot more. We're in Vegas. The Blue Wire Studios at the win. Mother's Day is around the corner. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, Twenty One Pilots—is uh, that what it's called? Twenty One Pilots. Yeah, uh, right there, uh, Jerry. Uh, Good job, uh, Al and Jerry, with you until six o'clock. We got Boomer and Geo. Then, um, what happens usually, Al, when someone in the company leaves or goes somewhere, or someone gets hired? How do we get notified via the email? Yeah, usually like oh, a company-wide yeah. email. Yes. Apparently, the Dallas Cowboys don't do this with their organization or their team.
0: Maybe the players don't don't log into their Cowboys accounts.
1: Very possible. Very possible. But uh, Tony Pollard, their uh, their running back, was on with Pat McAfee yesterday. And when asked about uh, what he thought about Dan Quinn going to Washington and what it would be like to face a Dan Quinn defense now, he had no idea he left. <laughs> or the fact that he was now the head coach of the Commanders. <laughs> now, that's been out there for days. Yes. There was press conferences all over the place. Yeah. ESPN, FS1, like everywhere. How do you... Like, I get it, and I don't all at the same time. Like, I, I kind of understand shutting off and unplugging, but my God, but man. You, but you would even think that somebody else on the team would have been like, hey, we lost Dan yes. Glenn, Or Oh,
0: did, no, nothing, nothing from anybody else? Sometimes you shut it, was it down.
1: AJ Hawk, I think, is the one that informed him as he was asking him the question. He's like, oh, wow, just found out right now. He's like, oh, Okay, cool. <laughs> That's unbelievable.
0: Now, related to that, Jerry, Josina oh. Anderson of CBS Sports. She reports that Rex Ryan has interviewed for that job.
1: Uh, her and a lot of other people. Oh, I've her and a lot of other people. <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, right. well, I, saw yes. it. I saw it from her first, Jerry. Keeping him in the company. Yeah, no, I think it's great. Oh, man. If the Cowboys get Rex Ryan, Jerry. I would love it. Two fat guys on the sideline, Rex Ryan and Mike McCarthy. Oh, that's what I'm talking about.
1: So they've interviewed Mike Zimmer, which I like, Rex Ryan, and Ron Rivera. Mm. So you got three big name Used to be head coaches.
0: Plus, you know what would be cool, Jerry? You get Rex Ryan as defensive coordinator looking over the shoulder yeah. of Mike McCarthy and things. Imagine I get we get Rex Ryan, head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. Well, we've seen crazier things. Rex with the Jones boys. Now you said that's Jerry Jones and his son or his brother? The Jones boys.
1: Steven and Steven Jerry Jones. or his kids.
0: Oh, they're Jerry's Jerry <laughs> Jones kids. They look old, Jerry. I got to be honest with you.
1: Well, Jerry's eighty-two, so the you. fact that Stevens probably in his late fifties makes sense. And Jerry, I believe, is a couple years younger than him. Mm. Man, let's get. What do we need to do, Jerry, to make this happen? Who do we talk to in Dallas? <laughs> is <laughs> well, Ed Werder
0: still down there? We could get this. Get word to Ed Werder uh, that we need to get this done. He get might done. be. I don't know. Do you? Th- what do you? What percentage would you put that Rex Ryan is your Dallas Cowboy mm. defensive coordinator to face Daniel Jones, like a Barkley? This year,
1: Jerry, give me a percentage. Fifteen percent. Oh, what? I think it's gonna be Zimmer.
0: Jerry, that percentage stinks.
1: I know, but Zimmer was there for a long time. They love him. Don
0: I, Zimmer? Oh, because he's too old for this. Jerry. Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer. No, I, I think do, like, it's
1: gonna be Mike Zimmer.
0: I like Mike Zimmer as well. Unless but someone love- else hires him. But I but you know what's weird though? If Rex is really wanting to get back in the defensive coordinator game, why is this the only team we've heard him I don't know talk to? Who else needs
1: a defensive I, coordinator? At this point, I don't know if there are many teams that do. Do
0: the Giants still need one? Because I know they got
1: rid no, of No, They week just hired out. the guy from Tennessee. Oh, right. Shane Bowen. Bye, 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 bye. So no. Yeah. By the
0: way, yesterday some dude was climbing the Sphere here in Las Vegas. No, is that true? Yeah. It wasn't like, uh, it was a, a crazy guy climbing the yeah. sphere. It wasn't, a, it wasn't like, hey, let's, uh, it wasn't an event where a guy climbs the sphere. It was sphere. a crazy person. It was a crazy person. Like one of, of those person that scales the buildings in New York? Yes. Yeah. He was on top of the sphere. And I was hoping that he didn't damage the sphere because
1: I'm going today. Oh,
0: that's today? Yeah, I'm going to the sphere at Have we seen a movie
1: or some nature thing?
0: Yeah, it's some sort of a sphere experience, Jerry. And I, I, I think that's great. If this guy's walking on top of the sphere, I don't know what that's made of. You know, it's
1: funny driving back from golf yesterday, the sphere at one point, because all we've seen have been the ads or the helmets. Yeah. They're really cool. There was at one point yesterday where it was blank and you could see it was, it was cool actually. It, it was like for two seconds mm. where it was like not invisible, but like you could see. Right yeah, it was you cool. know what?
0: I think we walked by a blank sphere.
1: Looks very strange. Yes. And that's what the guy climbed.
0: By the way, I'm upset because uh, I, I didn't get to hear this because we're on the road, Jerry. But Aaron Rodgers has made his return to the Joe Rogan podcast. Just when you thought you had you had heard the last of Aaron Rodgers in the offseason, Jerry, the Pat McAfee interviews are over. We ease into Super Bowl week. We are going to head to the offseason and old Aaron Rodgers shows up in Austin, Texas and sits down with Mr. Joe Rogan. Shut the F up. <laughs> Ah oh, man, I'm so upset I can't listen to this yet. You know, I'll have to uh, maybe on the plane ride back or something, Jerry. You know, because these things go on and on and three on. Three hours. Three hours long. Uh, so they did bring up, of course, I did see a few clips, and they did bring up the uh, Jimmy
1: Kimmel situation. Oh, of course, because <laughs> why not beat that dead horse?
0: And this is what um, Aaron Rodgers said. He said that all about Jimmy Kimmel and the Epstein list and the vaccines and... A He said this, Jerry, this is Aaron Rodgers talking. All I'm asking is let's have the same energy for you talking about the vax and people, if you're not vaxed, being left to die about these people on the list. So saying uh, if you have a lot of energy to tell us uh, that we all should get vaxxed, and if we don't get vaxxed, and we should not get medical help and we should have to sit there and die, have that same energy for wanting the Epstein list out because it's terrible people. That's all. That's all he said, Jerry. Oh, he's looking pretty good, Aaron Rodgers. He's a fit guy. How is his Achilles? You know, they did talk about that, but I didn't clip on that click on that clip mm. yet. But uh he looks awkward in a baseball cap, Aaron Why? Rodgers. I don't know. It's a, he gets he wears those hats that are um they're like not you know, you and I, Jerry, we like the the low brim hat, mm. you know, where it like really fits to your head and it curves. He he's likes got the, the flat. Yeah. It's, I cannot wear a hat like that. I do not have it in me, Jerry. Apparently he can't either. No. No, he, he can't. Awkward. He does look awkward, but uh, that's out there, Jerry. I'm falling behind on these uh
1: I said to G the now. other day. Hours I and hours. Because like I hear Aaron Rodgers on a podcast. Yeah, you're not interested. It's clearly, well, it, no, it's not even just that. It's, it's like anything. I don't care. About Aaron Rodgers? Anything. About anything. I really don't. What about the Cowboys and Rex Ryan? Well, that's you different. Care about that. that's cool. different because I have an interest in that. Yeah. I have no interest in Aaron Rodgers, no interest in this vaccine talk anymore. What about no interest FC about list? Jimmy Kimmel? I don't go fight. I don't I don't give a. I don't care about Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Jerry hates everybody. No, no, no. <laughs> that's not true. But I have no interest in it. Like none. Like the arguing back and forth at the table the other night, don't care. It
0: was a very not heated not debate about the Taylor Swift situation. Yes. Yeah, that you had. Yeah, I was with you on that one.
1: I wish I did. Yeah, you know what it is? What are you interested in? Um, myself, <laughs> my family. You know what it might be. Golf.
0: What it might be, Jerry. You might, in the very beginning, have had interest in. Oh, what did Aaron Rodgers say? But when it's, I guess it gets get hit over my head. Yeah, constantly. you get hit over the head
1: with it. It was like, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose, Jerry. What about Aaron Rodgers now? No, <laughs> but it's not, It's more than that, though. We've had many conversations where you get very into stuff yeah. and I just don't, I don't have the energy for it. I don't care. It doesn't, yeah. it's uh, I think it's when I had kids.
0: After you had kids, this Everything happened. changed.
1: It's almost like what's happening in my house is the most important. Everything yeah. else, if it doesn't affect me, I, it just And for me, I have no <clears> children. So I get so like really, really fired up, up about yes. cable bundles. Oh, God, that's another one. I mean, I want to shoot myself when you bring that. You brought that up Monday morning? Oh, Jerry, I was I so wanted happy. to off myself. When I saw
0: when I saw that uh, they Come were on. putting that they were putting together like a streaming sports
1: package, I get a panic networks. attack now cuz I have to talk about it. <laughs> I saw it like, oh, I can't wait to bring this up to Jerry oh, cuz I know he hates it. Do not care. I just I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So with that said, all right. I do care about our sponsors. Oh, me and too. And we are going Jerry. to take a quick break. Like yes. We're going to be back in like, don't go anywhere. We're going to be back in like 60 seconds, I think. Yeah, I It was really quick.
0: I've got other interesting information here, Jerry. Please. That I'd love
1: to share with you. Please not don't be about grandmas and their cable bill. I'm what, begging you.
0: Here's what I have after the break, Jerry What's Aaron Rodgers' take on sports bundles and streaming? <laughs>
1: Great. I'm going to go hit the blackjack table. (laughs) All right, we'll take a quick break. It's Football Thursday brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Make sure you have plenty on hand this Mm. weekend. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Call us 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Oh, yeah. Thursday morning in Vegas. What else, Al, as we are right six oh, yeah.
0: We're rip-roaring through it, Jerry? How about this story that's coming out there, Jerry? You know, I know you love all the Kelsey brother talk and all that stuff, but uh, Donna Kelsey, who is the moms of two professional football players, Jerry. Yes, right. This is true. One of the best centers of all time. That's all I hear about. And Travis Kelsey is probably going to end up the greatest tight end of all time. And he's dating one of the richest people in America. Uh, she says she can't afford a... Uh, sweet at the Super Bowl. Well, perhaps maybe her children should take care of her and buy her one. Yeah, in some ways, Jerry, a couple things. One, yes, the, the children should get together and get their mom a sweet. In another way, I kind of felt like she was dangling it out there, like, someone get me a sweet. <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? Like, she like took to the media. Like she should get a complimentary yeah, complimentary like, sweet. Yes. Yeah. First of all, you got
0: to get your mom a sweet if you're in the Super Bowl. I would get my mom a sweet if I was in the Super uh, Bowl. You should, especially if you can afford it. Even if it's like, I don't know, although... I'm not sure I could even ballpark what a suite would cost for a right. Super Bowl. Plus, I would also think at this point, aren't they all gone? Like, if, if you and I wanted to put our uh, couple nickels together, Jerry, and go get a big-ass a big ass suite here in Vegas for the Super Bowl,
1: I, I don't know that one's available. I would think they are all gone. Yeah. But I would also think with how much they're asking, perhaps people are waiting for the price to drop as oh. we get closer. I don't know. Or looking to sell. Yeah, I mean, there are tickets. There are tickets. Forget suites. I believe there are tickets posted online for like $66,000. Is that right? What are we doing?
0: Uh, well, I know what Eddie and I are doing. We're selling our tickets for $66,000. <laughs> Not <laughs> where <laughs> you're sitting.
1: <laughs> Although you might get 6000 for them. Yeah. You very well might. You don't it's know possible. where I'm sitting, Jerry. I think I'm in a suite with the, the Kelsey mom. Now, let me ask you this Inbounds, out of bounds. You, of course, have heard of Nick Foligno and Marcus Foligno. The Foligno brothers. Yes. That is right. They're hockey players. That's exactly right. Pro
0: hockey dudes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, The Foligno brothers. They were, yes. Are they on the same team or are they just separate teams?
1: Uh, that's a good question. I think they're
0: on separate teams. I saw them in different jerseys.
1: Blackhawks to... and Wild maybe? Maybe. Anyhow, they were interviewed uh, with Paul Bissonnette, I guess. Yeah. And they asked him, or maybe this was on his podcast. Let me, let me step me On a back. podcast. And they were actually- Jerry, what are this is, the, this is the headline, all right? Yes. Felino brothers. Mm-hmm. We're not as interesting as the, I guess they do a podcast too. We're not yes. as interesting as the Kelsey's, but our wives are hotter than Taylor Swift. Ooh.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, you know, what do I think of that, Jerry? I think it's a nice compliment for the wives
1: and they didn't see, say Taylor Swift was ugly. No, no, no I mean? not at all. They just said hotter than. They were. Yes. It's, it's not a knock. It's more yeah. wrapping up your wife, which is right. nice, but. The headline is, "Man, we're taking yeah. shots at Taylor Swift." Right. That's how it feels. Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, everyone's everyone's attacking Jerry. The poor Taylor Swift. Travis Kelsey made some sort of reference that he's not even sure she's coming to the Super Bowl. We know that's. We know she'll be there. She'll be in a box with Mrs. Donna Kelsey. Pricey box, Jerry and Brittany Mahomes. And Brittany Mahomes, right. right? 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 Where's the Kelsey mom? Isn't she always in the box with the with the Mahomes family and the Taylor Swifts and all them? She's got to have a box,
1: Jerry. Get the mother a box. I don't know, but I will tell you this: mm-hmm. looking at pictures of the Felino wives, yeah, hot. pretty attractive. Pretty is that attractive, right? yes.
0: Let me: are the Felino brothers twins or are they just brothers? I oh, don't ask hard questions. Okay. I don't know. I wonder if they're wives. I'm going to say they're just brothers. Which wife is hotter, Jerry? You want to make some headlines, Jerry? <laughs> you want to get in the mix of this? You tell me which Fellino brother, and is it get one of the Fellino brothers over here to put you in a headlock. Well, I will tell you, Marcus
1: <laughs> Felino's wife is very attractive. Yeah, because that is one that is posted. If I if I had to, let's see if I can find you. Had Nick, a guest, Jerry Well, I got to think of the Google search now. It's going to come Google. right up because they're in uh, they're in the headlines. Her name is Janelle. Janelle. Let's see. There's mm, no photos. By the way, I can oh, confirm,
0: Gen- uh, Jerry, that was indeed Lincoln Kennedy that uh, was having. You took a you looked at a picture. Yeah, that Look was at having... me that was having dinner with, uh, what's his name again? Mark Davis? Mark Davis. Yeah.
1: Janelle Felino, quite attractive. Is that right? So you know what? They're not wrong. Okay. They are not wrong. Let me see if you're interested in this, Jerry. Probably Net- not. Netflix.
0: You might be interested in this. Netflix has, this. has two Red Sox-related documentaries coming out. One is going to follow the Boston Red Sox the entire season. Mm-hmm. The entire 24, 2024 season. And it makes it almost sound like it's like a... Um, Hard knocks situation. Mm -hmm. But for six months. But for six months and Boston Red Sox. And now, after I was reading this article, I remember another, um, I think maybe Amazon tried doing this with the Marlins. Why? But no
1: one really cared. Yeah, that's why. It was Lamar. No one goes to their games. Who's going to watch that? I think
0: two things. One, it was the Marlins, two it was on Amazon Prime. When mm-hmm. something is sitting on Netflix and you're scrolling
1: by, you find it. Yeah, I think I would watch this. I would too. Right? I would definitely check this out. I don't know that I would watch the whole season, yeah. but I would definitely check it out. You would check that yeah, out. For yeah, I think sure. I would check that out too. And, and they then, do they do a really good job with those things. So, yes, I would. Yeah, and then they're doing um a
0: documentary later on in the year about the 2004 Red Sox. Haven't we
1: seen those already? I feel like I'm with you, Jerry. I feel like like we saw 30 for 30 about
0: it. Yeah. And maybe even another documentary about
1: it. The only way it's different is if you get different people to interview and you get a different perspective. Other than that, I mean, enough. You know why?
0: Because in 2004, in that season, for whatever reason, a bunch of players on the Red Sox were running around with cameras. Mm -hmm. Like they all had little video Mm -hmm. cameras when those were cool. Yeah. So I think they got... That for that one year they have a lot of footage that they wouldn't otherwise have. Right, so right. So like we just keep making documentaries about it.
1: I guess so. Let's
0: well, so let's make another Red Sox documentary. So
1: the the Yankee. So that's interesting. So that was yeah. the when the Yankees were up. Th- what were they up 3-0. in that series? They were up 3-0 and wound up losing in seven. And they had the lead in game four. So that was 2004. 2001 was the Diamondbacks. They lost to the Marlins in what, 03? Is that right? The Yanks. You you think about their run that they had. The 96, 98, 99, 2000, they win. 2001, you can make every case they should have won. They didn't. Then you had 2003, they go up. I think they were up 2-0 on the Marlins, if I remember correctly. And Mike and Chris went to Miami mocking them and mocking their city and their organization, which I think we all felt the same way, like... Marlins that take care of this in four games and get the hell out of here and win another. And they went losing that. And then 4 was staggering. I mean, think about how great the run was and how what it could have been.
0: Yes. Well, you're going to get a, two documentaries about Well, one documentary about it. Well, another one. And another documentary. Because we've already seen them. And another documentary. Probably. Jerry, do you like, I like this, when broadcasters come to the defense of other broadcasters. Uh, depending upon what you're defending. All right, fair enough, Jerry. I'll give you Mr. Booger McFarland. Mm-hmm. Uh, He was a part of an article where where broadcasters were defending Tony
1: Romo from all the hate. Well, Booger McFarlane's defending him because he got murdered for years, (laughs) or the one year he was on anyway. That is true. I forgot about that. He understands.
0: This is a Booger McFarlane, Jerry, on why Tony Romo gets so much hate. Quote, when you're on TV and you got 35 to 40 million people watching and you're making $17 million, people want to nitpick every little thing you do they're not hoping you enjoy your $17 million.
1: That's true. That is true. That is very true. Will you become a marked man? Like, if you are underpaid, people are rooting for you. Yes. Once you get that, and that's for pro athletes, not just broadcasters. Once you get that big payday, X on your back. Yeah. And now we are going to look for every little yes. thing. That Yes, that is true. I I will criticize him. I love Tony Romo. You know that? Big fan of Tony Romo his hair looks like a bird's nest.
0: Yeah, we saw Tony Romo oh, at the my Lord. at the Drew Barrymore show yesterday because he was being uh, interviewed after Boomer and Gio. He had very, very staticky hair. <laughs> yes. Give him that. <laughs> Put an ad on, Tony. <laughs> you know who else I saw, Jerry, which I did couldn't believe it was her, Tracy Wolfson in person.
1: Well, so this was funny, Eddie. You were down below where Boomer and Gio were, and I go to Al, <laughs> I'm like, look at that, Tracy Wolfson. I was like, no. I'm like, no, I think it is he's like no and he goes well but she's got a very noticeable marking on her if I don't like see a it mark of some sort. right I'm like yeah maybe you're right because I didn't see that either then she came up and she was standing right next to me so I took a chance and I tapped her on the back I'm like Tracy mm. hoping it was her and it was and then I said ah I win she's very thin and tiny she is tiny it's beautiful too she's a very very attractive girl
0: you know it's funny the real reason I, I didn't think it was Tracy Wolfson she was being, uh, uh, Stephen Waldron seemed to know her well. I was like, he can't possibly know he Tracy CBS Wilson.
1: Sports. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> that's what really made would. me
0: think, like, that's not her. But then you know, it's odd he took a picture with her. And I said to him, I go, how do you know Tracy Wolfson so well? He goes, oh, I just met her. Oh, <laughs> oh she was just being so pleasant. Yes. That All was right, another next. one, Jerry. I pretended like I didn't think, she, know she was famous. So I wanted her to feel. You also didn't know it was her, in fairness. So I, mean, I couldn't confirm that's true.
1: All right, we had to take a quick break. When we come back, we we'll get you to Boomer and Geo on this Thursday right here on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we've got about a minute or so left. The guys are standing by ready to go. What'd you leave for the end, Al? Well,
0: what I left for the end here, Jerry, is I, I know you're sick of uh, the Travis, Kelsey, Taylor Swift situation, but I've got a new couple alert I'd like to give you a heads up on, Jerry, something we can start following, but... uh, People are saying Odell Beckham Jr. And Kim Kardashian, which has been uh, rumored for a long time. Getting serious, Jerry. This you care about. No. 100% Jerry. Not even remotely. Running around with the Kardashian girls. Oiled
1: buns and cavernous crack. Uh (laughs) Cavernous crack, Jerry. Do not care. What do they even talk about? I have no idea. That's a great question. I thought
0: Kim Kardashian was like... Eh, boring, like Kim Kardashian. I saw her interviewed on that Letterman Netflix series where yeah. he like really sits down. Yeah, with I did somebody. Too. I watched
1: that. I was
0: like falling in love with Kim Kardashian watching that. <laughs> like she would seem like a, such a sweet.
1: Wasn't person. she trying to get someone out of jail? <laughs> she was at some point. Right I know she was in the White House, Jared. Yes, yeah. I know she was in the White House. Kim it Kardashian. Was, it was Trump that got yeah. that uh, met with her. That's correct.
0: Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Cavern is crack. Yeah. What a time we were in, Jerry. Kim Kardashian was in the White House with Donald Trump
1: trying to get a murderer out of jail. Maybe she'll be a president one day. Oh, Jerry, now we're talking. It's a popularity contest, right? Yeah, let's get her out there. Oh God, We roll her out right now, Jerry. She might She might win.
0: We've got Trump and Biden as our only choices right now. Let's get one of the Kelsey
1: brothers out there in a suit. Put Taylor Swift on the ticket. What the hell? Jerry,
0: could Travis Kelsey win the presidency right now no. if we rolled him out? No.
1: Yes, he could. No, he couldn't. He's
0: popular, Jerry. No, he what if he wins the Super Bowl? No. Then proposes to Taylor Swift. No. Then announces his presidency. No. No. Then gets on the ballot. No. No.
1: No. With Trump as his running mate? <laughs> well, then maybe he could win. <laughs> then what will happen? Then it's possible, right? I suppose. WFAN, FM, WFAN-FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the Free Odyssey
0: app.